Amen. Anyone who has uh, children, who has worked with children, have probably experienced the following scenario at one time in your life. Your child is happily playing in their room or in the living room, playing with maybe a sibling or a friend, and everything's going great until all of a sudden you hear screamed out that dreaded word. That one word that causes playtime to turn into timeout time. That, that one word that changes everything, where everything is joy and happiness and peace, and then all of a sudden, that dreaded word. Mine. Mine. That toy is mine. You can't play with it. And the, and the tug of war ensues, and as parents, we're quick to rush in and, and, and try to tell our children the importance of sharing, and they look at us like we're some three-headed monster. What do you mean, Share. It's mine. Normal is me first. Normal is mine. Normal is get as much as you can. But as we've been talking about the past month, normal isn't working. The kingdom of God is not normal. But the kingdom of God is good. It is good. And here in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus is giving us a glimpse into kingdom living, into kingdom lives. This is just a slice of a a bigger message that Jesus is giving us. It is part of his most famous of sermons, the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, And the Sermon on the Mount is about kingdom living. It is about the kingdom of God. It reminds us to seek first the kingdom of God. But that doesn't seem normal to us. Seek the kingdom first, and everything else will fall into place. Seek the kingdom first, and all these things will be given to you later. Well, what are those other things that Jesus is talking about? Well, Jesus has just been talking about our treasures that we have on earth versus the treasures we have in heaven. He's just talked about how we can't serve two masters, God and money. He's just talked about how we aren't supposed to worry about if we have enough money or clothing or wants. Jesus says, don't worry about those things. What you will eat, what you will drink, what you will wear. Instead, he says, seek first the kingdom of God and he will supply all of the rest. But we don't like that. We rebel against that. We say, mine, mine. Me first. We say, God, if I have any time left over after my work, after my family, after my entertainment, after my free time, after my life, then I'll give to you. We say, God, if I have any money left after paying my taxes, paying my bills, feeding my family, buying my stuff, going out to eat, paying for all the gear my children need, getting a new TV, going on vacation, going shopping, then you can have everything else that is left over. Normal is me first. But Jesus says, seek the kingdom of God first. And then all these things will be added unto you. And I remember when Kat and I were first married and we started talking about how we were going to give to the church. We decided to be normal. We didn't truly trust God's word. This was our plan. And and, and 
tell me if you've heard it before. We got our paycheck. We paid our bills. Then we took out everything that we needed to live on for the month. Then whatever was left over, we gave to God. You know how much was left over? Zero. In fact, sometimes that number was a negative number. And I figured at that point, God owed me money. Uh, you know, I wasn't looking to see what I'd put in the offering plate when it came by. I was looking to see what I would take out as the plate went by. Normal is I'm in charge. Normal is having nothing left. Normal is never enough. Normal is me first. But normal isn't working. Especially when it comes to the kingdom of God. Rather, God has called us to seek the kingdom first. God has called us to be stewards in the kingdom. And of course, a steward is someone who looks after the property of someone else. A steward seeks first the kingdom. And as a steward of God's kingdom, we are called to be faithful in what we are given. Regardless of how much we have. Whether we have a lot or whether we have a little. Regardless of our abilities, our resources, we are called to be faithful to the kingdom first. It's not mine, it's God's. When my wife and I first started out, we barely had enough to live on. In my mind, I kept saying, when I get more money, when I make a bigger salary, then I'll give to God. If I have a larger income, then I'll give more to God. I lacked faith. I didn't seek his kingdom first. I, I had it all wrong. I had, I had a mentality that said I don't have enough. But I, I see it on the other side as well. I knew a, a very wealthy man in a former city I was at. And he said, you know, this is what he said. He said, it was easier to tithe when I didn't make a million dollars a year. And now that I make a million dollars a year, it's harder for me to get rid of that and to let go of that. It's the same on either end. It's a lack of faith. Later in Matthew's Gospel, Jesus tells a parable about an estate owner who entrusts money to his servants as he goes on a trip. You remember the parable? Uh, to one servant, he gives five gold coins worth hundreds and thousands of dollars to another servant he gives two, and to the third servant, he gives one. The first two invest the money wisely, and when the owner returns, he praises the two servants by saying, well done, you have been faithful with a little. I'll put you in charge with even more. But remember the last servant, he didn't even invest the money or put it in the bank, he just buried it in the ground, and the owner condemns him for wasting his money. The point is, it doesn't matter how much we have. We are being called to be faithful with what we have been given. We are called to seek God's kingdom first. But here's the thing. It's not just money. It's everything. It's our entire life. We, we are called to be faithful in every area of our life. All of our money is to be used for kingdom purposes. Not just the money we give to the church, but the money we use to support our family we need to handle it with biblical principles in mind as well, with the kingdom of God in mind. Now I remember when my wife and I finally made the decision to turn things around. I was nervous about it. You see, again, we were barely making ends meet. 
I'd gotten a raise. She'd gotten a better job. But that me first attitude was still there. And it wasn't working. That normal wasn't working. In fact, normal was getting us more and more in debt every month. It was amazing how that was happening. Normal was killing our souls. Normal was stressing out about what we're going to eat. How we were going to pay the bills. But we made the decision not to be normal anywhere anymore. We made the decision to strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Now it was a scary thing for me to do. And for those of you who know me, you remember now, I got my degree in accounting, right? Uh, and our budget wasn't adding up. It came out negative. And if we were going to give to God first... It would be even worse. But here's the thing. It was coming out negative anyway, even if we didn't get to God first. So what, <laughs> what risk did we have? So we took a leap of faith, and, and, and we began to flip that idea. Instead of seeking what I needed first, I was seeking God first. And, and we wrote the check, and we began to give to God first, and then live and learn to live on the rest. Was it easy? No. Make, let me make no bones about it. It's not easy. It is never easy to live the kingdom of God first. But see, that's the thing. Never in here does it say, hey, live a kingdom life. It's easy. No. It says, take up your cross and follow me. The kingdom of God is not easy, but it is good. It is good. And it's amazing. It has been an amazing journey to see where God has brought us. I can't tell you how fulfilling it has been. It has been an amazing journey of faith for us when we help, when we strive to seek His kingdom and, and use our finances for His kingdom first. We've had our ups and downs, that's for sure. But when we strive after the kingdom first, these other things have been added unto me. We've never gone without clothes. We've never gone without eating. We've never gone without a roof over our head. Jesus is faithful. And I want us to remember that. 